Hello, welcome to Elevate with Bridget. I'm your host, Bridget Adofue Japan. Today we have a special guest here. We have Stephanie here. Stephanie is a preacher, women's empowerment coach, speaker, relationship advisor, creative business strategist. Oh, I love this view. <laughs> Writing coach visionary published author a book that's lady what kind of man going to marry is an amazon international number one bestseller she's the founder of women's empowerment group where she works to help empower women i love this Thank you. Thank you for having me. So why why do you decided to write a book? Your book too has a nice title. Ladies, what kind of man are you going to marry? Wow. So what's the main reason why you wrote this book? So as I say, when I open, I wrote in obedience. Um, just uh, whatever the Holy Spirit gave me, I, I took it and I ran with it. Um, but the title itself is just powerful by itself. And when you open my book, it talks about how the institution of marriage, it is suffering and how the divorce rate is really high. And even in with Christians, that divorce rate is super high. And I talk about how those marriages are have no purpose and they, they seem to have no vision in those marriages and they are void of God in those marriages. So I wrote this book really as a guide to help single women who are desiring a God-ordained husband where they want God to be the matchmaker. They've tried it on their own. They ran into relationships that were just not good relationships, relationships that were uh, had no purpose, had no purpose. And so this book, hopefully when they read this book, they can look and they can say, this is the kind of guy that God wants for me to marry, or this is the kind of guy that God doesn't want me to marry. Well, with this, it's a big decision, and it's not easy fishing out the man. It's not easy. So how can uh, one identify that this man is really the one God has been to me to marry? It's not easy. Um, and even in marriages, you know, people tend to get together and they don't work out. You know, they'll they'll marry for a few years and then they're out of it. And so I want women to realize that just position yourself, wait for God to be the matchmaker. And I say work in your purpose. Everyone has a purpose on this earth. God put everyone here for a purpose for such a time as this. And don't just sit there and wait on your husband and wait for God to send you someone, but position yourself while you wait for God to, uh, to bring that husband to you. He will, we stay faithful to God. God will at the appointed time, he will bring the right person that's for you, Mary. So how can we position ourselves really well? So positioning yourself, I say, is doing what God has called us to do. Not just sitting there waiting for the man to come, but whatever God is, everyone has a purpose, whether that's women's empowerment, whether that purpose is uh, serving in the community, whatever it may be, we all have a God-given purpose. So while you are waiting, wait while you're in that purpose walk in your purpose and wait don't just sit there and i'm like you know where is he at is he coming lord i've been waiting six months i've been waiting a year and i haven't seen him come yet but just walk in the in your purpose do what god has called you to do and in while you're serving while you're being obedient to god god will send you that right person he's gonna put you he's gonna align you with the right person and i always say in my book just like god uh sent you to adam he's gonna place that woman with her husband at the point in time also. 
that's right so with regarding to the purpose how can one find purpose in the husband god has lined here with but we have to pray about it and in our prayers he's gonna like the holy spirit will reveal to us what we need to be doing um and so I tell people a lot of couples get together and they're they're not they're unequally yoked and they're they should have been together in the first place. And I think sometimes women, I don't know if the age plays a factor in it or what it is, but they kind of sometimes rush ahead of God and they wanna play God and they wanna play they wanna find the person they think is best for them. And what we see happening is they'll give up that person and they'll realize that is not of God. They were so unequally yoked. God didn't send that person. They just didn't wait. So we want to make sure that we're listening to the voice of God. We're really, really in prayer and we're talking to God and we're just letting him know what, what, what we need. And well, he knows what we need, but just telling God, you know, I guess just having a conversation with him, like where we're at right now in our lives. And also I believe that when you ask anything from God, when you tell him the signs that you are looking forward for in that man, some of the signs in your mind, how can you discover it? Absolutely. So in my book, I talk about that and I talk about how it's in the abundance of the heart, the mouth is going to speak. So people can try to disguise who they are themselves for a little bit, but after a while, what is in a person's heart is going to come out. Whether the heart, the heart, it rules the man, the heart is where the man will lies. And so if the heart is contaminated with evil, that man is going to speak evil. He can't even help it. If it's, if it's, if it's consumed with things that are of God, God thing, he's going to speak those things that are of God. So you want to listen to what, uh, when we pray, we, we pray and really hope that God will send us the right person. Um, but sometimes we have people who come, like as they call a wolf in sheep clothing, who are pretending to be a godly man, but they really are not. But you want to make sure you listen carefully to what that man says because after a while he's going to start to say some things that are not of god so just pay close pay close attention to what he says um also i use judas in my book judas is one of jesus 12 disciples and judas was with jesus for three years he walked with jesus he you know for three years but he tried to disguise himself with the other 11. and as i say in my book from a distance Judas looked just like everyone else. He looked like the other 11 disciples. You could not tell. But what exposed Judas for who he really was was the characteristics that he displayed. And we see that in the word. We see that he was a thief. We see that he he was the one that betrayed Jesus for a few silver coins. So his characteristics really proved who he was. So when women date men, their characteristics, whether they're good or bad, they're going to prove who that man really is. So what happens is if there's a lot of evil in a man's heart, he's going to speak that evil. So if there's a lot of, if there's good in the man's heart, if it's consumed with things of God, he's going to speak those things. So just listen to what the man has to say. You know, if you go on a date with the man, what is he talking about? Is he talking about things that are kingdom is he talking about things that are that are pertaining to to god or is he talking about things that are carnal is he talking about trying to get the woman in the bed with him or things that are just not of god so we want to make sure we pay close attention to what that man is speaking because out of the abundance of his heart 
he will speak it. And if there's a lot of evil in his heart, there'll be a bunch of that that comes out of the things that he says. Because you know, sometimes too, the man can speak whatever your desire or signs that you want to see. You are seeing it, but later you realize that, oh, this man is a bad choice. So what's right in such a... So, so uh, you can't tell at first, you know, at, you know, when you meet people right away, you wouldn't know. Now, some people will right away expose who they are. Like the first thing that comes out of their mouth, it's going to be ugly. So you can tell right away, but then you have those people who, those men who are disguising themselves as good men or as Christians or as believers. So those right there, you want to kind of, you might give them a little bit of time to see, you know, what they're talking about how they're living their life, their characteristics that they're displaying. And after a while, it won't take long, but after a while, you will start to see what what's in his heart, whether that's good or whether that's bad. He will expose it eventually. He can try to hide for a little bit, discuss it with Judas, try to disguise himself with the other 11 disciples, but eventually he was exposed for who he really was. So is it good to introduce your friend or tell your friends or family about a relationship you are entering because you know with friends oh i've met this guy he's cool it seems that he's the one god has given to me and sometimes your friends will say oh i think his behavior is cool because sometimes your friends will tell you if it's cool then go for it well maybe he's not the right person but because you believe in your friends and family members, you have to go for that man. So what can you do? It doesn't matter if it's coming from family or friends. You wanna always, as the Bible says, to seek wise counsel. So these people who you're going to and you're telling them about your relationship, you wanna make sure that these people have wise counsel. Like they can give you advice that's from God. Like they really pray and they get they get a revelation when they talk, you know, they, they have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's not just people who are, you're just going to just to get information from, but just make sure that these people, you are seeking that wise counsel um, before you start to go and expose what's going on in the relationship. You do have friends that'll say, oh, I don't think he's the one for you. And, you know, they might have the reasons for saying that. Then it could be people that are just saying it just to say it. You know, we really don't know, but what I'm saying, you have to really go to, um seek wise counsel from a person that you can probably really trust and you know that's what i would say that's nice um so what's your one word for my listeners your one word one advice for my listeners definitely uh wait on god i would say that you don't want to rush into something because marriage is a big deal and a lot of people now kind of just play with marriage. They'll, you know, they're working for a little bit, don't work out, they go to the next person. And just not realizing that marriage is a covenant with God and they've broken that covenant. You know, and I would just tell women to just please be in prayer and just pray to God and God will um, direct you and order your steps because you don't want to just get any person and not be happy. And I tell women, you know, you want to get a man. I talk about my in my book, chapter one, the definition of marriage. And I talk about Adam and Eve in that marriage. And I talk about how Adam, you know, he had an assignment from God. You know, he knew he was, I say what made Adam ready for marriage is because he was, first of all, he was in the very presence of God. Adam was walking in his assignment. 
he was walking in the call that God had placed on his life. So that made him ready for marriage. So you want a man that is walking. First, he has a relationship with Jesus Christ, a real relationship with Christ. And he's walking in the assignment that God has given him before you even enter that marriage with the man in the first place. I say this because I see a lot of women, they'll marry a man that doesn't know his purpose and doesn't realize who he's following. And then that woman will sometimes get into that marriage. She'll get into the things that God has given her. She'll start walking her assignment. And then I feel like there's a pull in that marriage because now she's doing what she's called to do, but then yet he's over here like he has no clue. So I would say to the listeners, definitely make sure you're prayerful and you don't rush into marrying anyone. Okay. And also, what's, since you are into women empowerment, what will you tell um, your fellow women who don't believe in themselves and they have self-hate on their, maybe their body, their personality? So anything that a man will tell them or someone will tell them, then they will believe that I am this. Assuming someone who is who doesn't believe that she is beautiful, unless someone tells her that you are beautiful before she will agrees that she's beautiful. So, what advice will you tell such uh, ladies who have that mindset on that? Right. I say it all go. It all goes back to God's word because we will never find identity in a person. Um, the Bible says that we are beautifully and wonderfully made. So you can't go to a person to find who you are and get your true identity from a person. We're flawed human beings. And so you don't want to go to someone and say, who am I? And am I beautiful? You want to always go to God because he's going to be the one that's going to uh, let you know that who you are, um, that he made you um, in his own very own image, that he made you wonderful and, and, and a beautiful person. And so never try to seek that from a person because you're going to get you're going to go to 10 people and get 10 different um, answers to who they think you are. But you go to God and you get that one answer. So definitely go to God's word.